When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast, the voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Are you frustrated and confused about how to attract new clients? Nothing you have done is working, and you're tired of waiting for the phone to ring. Imagine learning the tips and tools that will help you get noticed and booked by your ideal client and paid what you're worth for your amazing services. Now's the time to make your dream a reality, and the Ambitious Entrepreneur Show will teach you how. Now, over to your host, Anne-Marie Cross. Hi, Anne-Marie again with you today. This is episode 157. So glad to to be with you again today. We've got another very special guest lined up, but let me ask you a question first. Do you struggle when putting together your message? There's the blank page, and no matter how long and how hard you stare at it, nothing inspiring and amazing comes to mind to put on that blank page. Or maybe you have put together a message, but it's not making the impact that you'd hoped it would, and clients are not lining up at your door desperate to work with you. So if you've answered yes, you're not alone, and today's special guest is here to help you. Joining me today is Deb Coman. Now, Deb is a writer, she's an editor, and she's a coach who helps helps entrepreneurs get their message out into the world in a polished professional way so that they can grow their business. And particularly on today's show, she's going to show you how to increase your confidence in your ability to write with purpose. Very, very important. She's also going to show you how to establish a personalized pre-writing routine that's easily replicated anytime you need to write, as well as how to write with improved flow and ease. So get your pens and paper handy, lots and lots of notes to take from today's show. I'm sure Welcome to the call, Deb. Thank you very much, Anne-Marie. It's wonderful to be here. (laughs) Now, when writing in business, I know that for many people that I've spoken to, and I'm sure that you speak with as well, writing can be one of those things we know that we need to do. It's so very important, but often something that we really do struggle with. I mean, I love writing, but even me, I can still sit there blank face, not really knowing what to write. So I'd love for you to share what some obstacles are that people face and that's keeping them stuck from really getting their brilliance out of their heads and into onto paper. One of the biggest things is mindset Mm. and people don't always think of themselves as writers or they think they're not a good writer and that could be based on their experience in school or just the the difficulty that it takes sometimes to get started Mm -hmm. and it's really important for people to realize that we're all writers Every last one of us is a writer, 
and we can always improve our skills, but we need to kind of get rid of that negative mindset that stops us before we even get started. Mm-hmm. I know that mindset is such an important aspect across all areas of our business and particularly around mindset in writing. And I know that as many of us can recall our childhoods being at school, we had to write essays and things like that. I can really see how the attitude of the teacher and their attitude to us and our writing can really impact our writing today. Do you find that uh, mindset is the only thing that keeps us stuck? Is there other things that also keeps us stuck from writing and getting our brilliance out? Some people truly don't really enjoy the writing process. It Mm. may be not one of their favorite things to do related to business. It's important that everyone do some level of writing, even if they do get assistance with it and cleaning it up and polishing it. They do need to still provide some content to get started. Mm. So it is important to address the mindset, address any kind of procrastination that comes with it and address the dislike of it and just look at it as a piece of business that needs to be done like many other pieces that may not be a favorite but still play an important role in helping people get to know you and know what you're business is about. Mm. So very important. And you mentioned um, an interesting thing there, procrastination. I remember a number of years ago, Deb, I had to do a training workshop for a group of authors, romantic authors, all around time management and getting their schedules right so that they could spend time writing. And do you know that when we started to look around the mindset, one of the key mindsets that kept a lot of them stuck was this one. If I finish my manuscript and I send it to the publisher and I get knocked back, I don't know if I'm going to handle that rejection, which is really around mindset. If they didn't fear that rejection, they would have completed their manuscript and got it sent in. So I think that's such a huge reminder for us. It is. It really is. So when we're thinking about mindset then, what's the next step when we're thinking about writing? Well, after first reminding yourself that we're all writers, and sometimes you might even want to write that on an index card and keep it handy, I am a writer, the next step would be to define your purpose and think about the why you're writing, the overall why related to your business, and then the specific why related to the piece that you're working on, whether it's website copy, training materials, an article for a publication, Focus on your why. It helps define your message and give you a purpose. Mm -hmm. So very important, isn't it, that why? I mean, when you think about building your business and setting goals, quite often you'll find people will say, oh, well, you know, I've set this number, but it really feels quite cold. I'm not really connected to it. However, when we think about our why, it really does lock into that that emotion. And I know that when we're starting to think about our purpose and the why, the peace, that completely shifts everything. And we really can start to narrow, narrow our focus. So just to remind everyone, if you are struggling with writing, the steps that Deb is going through now, now. Use it as a checklist. You know, we've, we've talked about mindset. Now we're talking about why defining your purpose. And I assume that Deb, at the end of uh, today's interview, once we've addressed these key areas, we should really then be able to sit down and start those, the thought process to flow. Yes? Yes, very much so. Yes. <laughs> Tell us about it, if you would, maybe an experience that you have had, Deb, or maybe one of your clients, or maybe someone that you know in business that really had a shift to the way in which they approached writing, 
when they started to define that why, I mean, how significant is that? It's very significant in writing. In particular, I work with a lot of authors and occasionally they have had an idea for a book or even the manuscript for a book and hadn't really fully examined their why. One in particular was somewhat of a journalistic type book about their almost like a memoir, Mm -hmm. but they really needed to look at, was it a memoir about for the sole purpose of getting it out there? Or did they hope to sell their book, which most book authors do? Mm -hmm. It's one thing to write a book. It's another thing to get your book sold. Yes. And sometimes just that little shift can help people focus a little more on the marketability piece and who they're trying to reach with their message and what the overall purpose of that message is. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that if we're not really clear on the why and the purpose of the piece of writing, the book, the, the article, whatever it may be, particularly in the case of a book, if we are going to present it to a publisher and we haven't determined and defined that why, it's going to be very hard for them to get on board to say, yes, we want to publish that if we haven't gone through that process, yes? Exactly. That's very true. Mm. It's important. The why is also our motivation. And if we can focus on that why, sometimes even write it at the top of your page or type it in at the top of your computer screen and look at that before you start writing, while you're writing, and then after. Ask yourself if you stayed on that task and if you accomplished what your why was. Mm -hmm. I'd imagine that that would really tap into that emotion, our stand for, particularly if the message we were sharing was to support our ideal clients or our audience really transforming their lives or or whatever area that we are an expert in. And that would drive us forward in those days that we we are sitting in front of a computer and thinking, oh, okay, I need to spend 15 or, you know, 30 minutes just really concentrating. So uh, that certainly is a, a great tip. All right. So we've identified purpose. Purpose is really important too. What would be the next step to really help us to prepare to write? After you identify the purpose, it's really important to think about your specific target audience. It may be your clients that you're seeking, or it can be your established clients who are already subscribers or followers or have a relationship with you. And it's very important when you are writing to have that purpose, not only for the piece, but who it's directed toward and put yourself in the reader's shoes And think about their knowledge base as you're introducing a topic without making assumptions for what they may or may not already know. Very important. And I know for people who are regular listeners to the show, this is not the first time that one of our guest experts has said, mentioned the importance of defining our specific target audience. It's, it's so crucial in business and it is very crucial within the whole aspect of writing and ensuring that our piece of content really does speak to the needs of our, our ideal client. And would you agree that this is, even though people realize it, because, you know, everybody speaks about you need to know your ideal client, you know, target your market, understand your niche, even though it's spoken about and everyone knows they need to do it, they still struggle with it or they haven't defined their specific target audience enough. Do you find that too, Deb? I do think it's true. I think it's important to do that activity to focus on your ideal client and then also to approach it with a little bit of flexibility and that maybe that client profile is going to change over time. 
So I think it's important to look at who you are working with, Mm -hmm. who you are drawn to, who's drawn to you, where you have the most success. And perhaps that's your new profile. Yeah. And I love the way that you've said that that to leave some room for flexibility because, yes, things may change down the track. However, it does need to have or we do need to really have some idea of of who it is that we're writing for, the kind of language, the phrasing, the needs, their desires, all those sorts of things so that when we speak to them, you can almost imagine them sitting across from us as if we were sitting across a, a table. How we write and the words that we use really lands then, doesn't it? It really connects with them it does that's a very good uh, technique that people can use too Mm -hmm. is is imagine that client sitting across from them that reader and think about their words as they're writing and if they're reaching that person Mm -hmm. fantastic so speaking of techniques I know that you've got a number of techniques that you are going to share with us in a moment around helping us to really get started so when we get back after this very brief message uh, we'll dive into that Deb sounds great you have a mission a passion to help others which was why you became the coach Helping a client overcome their struggles empowers you. However, when it comes to how much money your business is making, well, that's far from inspiring and empowering. In fact, you wonder what's stopping you from making more money in your business. You struggle to attract quality, high-paying clients, and you often lay awake at night worrying about money and wondering if there's a way to change this. Guess what? There is. One of the first steps is by changing your attitude towards money. How? By accessing our free mini training, Discover Your Money Story, the first and often missing step to healing your relationship with money and financial freedom. Go to discoveryourmoneystory.com. That's discoveryourmoneystory.com, the first step to your financial freedom. So we're talking to Deb Komen today about the importance of writing and getting our message out to really speak to the needs and connect with our ideal clients. So before the break, we spoke all about mindset and how important it was to have the right mindset. We also spoke about the importance of defining our purpose, our why, as well as being really clear on who our specific target audience is. So once you've got all of those things in place, then there's some other, some practical strategies that you can do too, which Deb's going to share now, about how we can get started in the actual writing stage. So Deb, the stage is yours. What are some things we need to think about? It's very important to think about time, how much time you need to do your writing so that it's not sandwiched in between other activities where you're going to cut yourself short. And it's also important to identify the best time of day for you. Some people enjoy writing first thing in the morning. Some find inspiration later in the day. It's important to play around with that and settle on a time that works for you best. That's one of the best conditions you can use to set this right. Mm-hmm. Do you find that that can change for you? I'll, I'll give you an example. I mean, for me, I know my early mornings are really important because it's when there's not as many interruptions during the day. However, I also find that sometimes throughout the other stages of the day, every now and again, I'll just get this burst of, I don't know what you call it, but there's energy and the words are really starting to flow. Do you find that happens for you too, Deb? Or you it, have? It, it absolutely does, Anne-Marie. I do have 
have certain times that I set aside to write and it's good to schedule them in, but I'm all about flexibility. Mm. And when the moment strikes, it's important to go with it when you can. Yes. Yeah. You know, and sometimes I'll go back and I'll read something if I'm struggling and I think, how on earth did I come up with that? But it it really is, is giving yourself time and and space to be able to flow. I think writing is one of those things that we can't just, or I'll just put five minutes in here and I'll just take to, I'll find 10 minutes there. Your thoughts don't really flow that well, at least mine don't. And I find that setting time, once I start the ball rolling and the thoughts flowing, they start to come more easily. And so really, really important. Are there other things that you consider? I mean, I know setting a timer can often work. That can kind of keep me going too. What about you? Yes, I do that. I also like to think a lot about my comfort. And it's important to think about where you're going to write, the place where you're going to sit, Mm -hmm. what the conditions are, where you are. I find it best to take care of as many of the conditions as you can so they're not any kind of roadblock to writing. Mm -hmm. So that could be all the way down to what kind of clothing you're wearing and whether you're comfortable, if you're hungry, if you're tired, all those things that we think about to try to set the best conditions. So Find a place where you're going to feel comfortable, even check the room temperature. Sometimes if you need to change a pace and the weather's nice, I suggest that people go outside. Mm-hmm. Try some different things that work for you that put you in the optimal place, time and conditions to write. Mm-hmm. And also going back to mindset. And that can get in the way again when it comes to actually sitting down to write if we have a lot of other things on our mind. So I often suggest to clients to just write and get all that out and then sit down to the real writing at hand. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes I love listening to music. But I did what you've just suggested. You kind of try different things out. And I know if I'm listening to music that has words, that'll completely disrupt me because I'm thinking about the words and I'll end up singing, even if it's not out loud, but but in my mind. So it has to be music that's soft and soothing, not too bumpy, otherwise I end up boogieing in my chair. But th- that's exactly right. You try out these things because then you find kind of like a, the perfect or the ideal, as you said, I call it a recipe, recipe for your environment. And it's not the time when you sit down at the keyboard, look over to your desk and go, I really need to sort through that pile because you'll end up sorting through that pile and and get no writing done. So such a great reminder that it takes a little while to get to the process that you know is going to work for you and that, and you know, I think it's almost like a relief Because when I, you know, as I'm hearing you say this, Deb, I realize that I'm not the only one who can struggle with it. And even though I do quite enjoy writing, it takes a little while just to to find that flow. And once you have that, to ensure that you set yourself up for the best possible success as possible and not kind of have your phone on or the door open or whatever it might be that that is you know is just going to be interruptions for you yes exactly writing is not really the time to multitask mm-hmm. it's really not a good time to be doing more than one thing and to have your mind drift or focus on too many things at once. Mm -hmm. The other thing about it is I think if you find you're in the groove, you have all the good conditions to keep going. And even if you wrote that one piece you needed to write, maybe go ahead and write a second blog article or a second 
when you find those conditions and things are working, I suggest going with it as long as you can. Yeah, great, great tip. Also, too, what I find is is very helpful and love your feedback on this is if you're really stuck and you're staring at that blank page in front of your keyboard, grab a journal and a pen. Sometimes I find that that just gets those thoughts flowing when I'm writing my initial thoughts and getting that out onto paper. Is that something that you find works for you too, Deb? Yes, absolutely. And when we talk about the actual writing, that is one of the things that I do suggest to people Mm. when they're actually sitting down there and writing to just go with the flow and get it out and not overthink it. Mm. Well, let's talk about that because I know that setting all of these different structures in place to support us in getting the process started, wanting to make sure our mindset's there, creating the right environment, minimizing disruptions, all those things. So once we get started with our writing, are there some tips that you can share with us to ensure that it does keep flowing? Yes, there are. Again, back to the mindset and purpose. Remind yourself of that purpose as you sit to write. Often people's tendency is to start with their title. And I really suggest saving that for the end. The title's really a good spot to get stuck on, and mm-hmm. people can hem and haw and haven't really gotten to any of the meat of their writing. And the other thing is your title may change as you get the full article or the full piece out. So I suggest just starting to write. Don't overthink it. Try not to edit your work at all. Even grammar, looking words up, just let it go. Tell yourself there's plenty of time to come back later and fix things or change things. But it's important to just get those initial ideas out on paper or at your computer, whatever works for you. Mm-hmm. I love that. And I think the the editing piece is something that it's, it's so important because how often do we start writing? And then before we've even finished the document, and some of us sometimes get into the first few sentences, we edit and we critique to the point mm. where we just put ourselves off, don't we? And it's like, oh, I just can't do this. I just have no idea what I'm doing yet. It's a lot easier to go back and edit. And we can get an editor, we can get someone such as yourself to go over it and ensure that it's grammatically correct and, and all of that. So that we just get our content out there, our message out there, yes? Absolutely. And as an editor, I really try not to even edit my own work until Mm -hmm. it's all finished Mm. because it's too easy to get stuck and backtrack and really stop the flow of our writing. Mm I think a title that you mentioned is so very important and the fact that you suggest, which is really interesting, to do that last and not to really get hung up on it before you even write the article is so important because I think the title of your article is really important, isn't it? You do want to make sure that it really hits the mark. Absolutely. It's very important and you really might not know it till you finish and you come to some kind of a conclusion and writing is a process and again there's leaves you should leave some room for flexibility for your purpose to change a little bit or your goal for this piece to change and if you start with the title it kind of constrains you in ways that you really don't need Mm. Lots of great practical tips. Let's just talk about this because I know that I'm picturing one of my colleagues and this particular colleague really dislikes writing and I know that it's something that really has kept this person stuck in in their business. 
Would you say that writing and really getting your awareness and and doing the things that we spoke about today is almost like exercising or trying to run a marathon? You cannot expect to just go out the next day, put your runners on and then run 10 miles. It's just important. You need to work your way up. So do you find that people who may struggle initially when they implement what we've spoken about today and they do this consistently, that before long they really do find that writing does start to flow and they may even start to enjoy this process? Yes, for sure. It's important to start out simply, just like you would an exercise program. Start with a short article. Start with a piece on your website that needs reworking and work up to it over time. As you get more comfortable with setting the stage, you're going to be able to get to that writing stage a lot more quickly. Mm. I know this is probably going to be one of those questions that is, well, how long is a piece of string? But if we ask, if people are listening and it really is starting off with really starting to set up these practices to support them, would you say, Deb, that they, to really get comfortable, get familiar with all of the things we've spoken about today, that they should allow in their journals or in their schedules, I should say, about 20 minutes a day? Or what kind of dedication would we be looking at if we really want to take our writing to the next level it does take practice and for some more than others it's often suggested to write daily and it could be any time frame maybe even as brief as 15 minutes Mm -hmm. and it could be on any topic it could be journaling it could be writing for website copy or or potential articles or blog articles but it, some people do find that getting into a habit daily, as little as 15 minutes a day, can really make a difference in one, two weeks, or even less. Mm-hmm. It's all about what works for you. Now, if you, for some people, they might only do it once a week, and that's going to be enough. But again, the routine of once a week would be important. Mm. And starting out small and getting some feedback. And the more you do, the more comfortable you feel, the more your writing will improve. You gain that confidence that helps you to become a better writer. Yeah. And I think whilst... 15 minutes may not seem like a lot if we've created that environment and we're talking about 15 minutes sitting down and writing without any criticism, without editing anything you actually can get a lot of content or at least content that you really can start to edit down the track in that 15 minutes. So, you know, 15 minutes can be an awesome opportunity for people to to develop this skill. It certainly can be plenty of time. Mm. It really can. Fantastic. So we've spoken today about so many different strategies to really help us start to become comfortable in writing. We all know the importance of blogging and developing content as as a way to really showcase our expertise, get our message out there into the hands of uh, our ideal clients. So Deb, if people have really, you've you've piqued their interest and think, you know what, I want to know more about this. I recognize that this is an area that I do struggle in and it's so good to hear that I'm not alone and and it's a practice and, and getting that support. How can they find out more information about you? People can come visit me on my website at www.debcoman.com and then I'm on all the social media. They can connect with me in all over the place and learn more about my tips that I put regularly on my website and in my newsletters and share on Facebook and Twitter. 
And just the little tips and implementing one thing at a time can make all the difference to someone when they hit on the one that really works for them or a combination of conditions. It can really make them feel a lot better about their writing. Fantastic. Well, there you have it. If you find that writing is something that you've been struggling with, please go and check out all of the incredible resources that are on Deb's uh, site. All of the ways to connect with her are on our show notes. And you go to the show notes, ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash AES157. We'll also include a couple of links to some articles that Deb um, has shared about how to really, you know, grammatically correct sentences. So some articles from Grammarly.com and, and also um, from Time Magazine as well. If this is the first time you've joined us on a show, well, welcome. It's been an honour to spend the last 30 minutes with you. Please subscribe to the show. Details are also on the show notes. And while you're over on iTunes, why not leave a comment, leave a show rating, and that helps us get our uh, show into the hands of other ambitious entrepreneurs. Bye for now. This is Anne-Marie. We'll see you again next week. Bye for now. You've been listening to the Ambitious Entrepreneur Show. Do you want to promote your business to tens of thousands of other ambitious entrepreneurs, both nationally and internationally? I invite you to reach out and learn more about our customized sponsorship packages by emailing beasponsor at ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com. That's beasponsor at ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com and we'll send you out further details. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.